Welcome to Necessity. I'm Lindsay Jackson. And I'm Marguerite Pierce. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we have another guest. Yay! Uh, her name is Lenina Mortimer, and she's an author, relationship coach, and Columbia grad. Welcome, Lenina. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Um, I guess, tell us a little bit I, um, about what you have your degrees in, because I find the combination very interesting. Oh, okay. Okay. So I love school. <laughs> Loved it so much. I did undergrad twice. Wow. Mm -hmm. I have a bachelor's in biology with a focus on neuroscience and a degree in journalism mm. um, and a master's degree in clinical psychology with a focus on mind-body-spirit practices. So I forgot all the stuff that I'd studied just then. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. So how, like, I'm intrigued about your interest in all of those topics, right? Because on, on one side, half of those are science-based, right? Mm -hmm. And rely on tangible data and uh, facts and things like that. But then, you know, spirituality... It's not as much, it's not as tangible and kind of focuses on faith and the unseen. So how do you reconcile the two of those? Ooh, okay. I would offer that spirituality is tangible, but mm -hmm. not in the way that it's seen. Okay. I believe that spirituality really is the study of energy and the study of energy is really the study of physics. Mm -hmm. And so... I would postulate that it's it is tangible, it can be measured. Hmm. Yeah. And you're probably asking how so. Yeah, that was my next <laughs> question. Hmm. Let's see. So part of my practice with uh, the breakup funeral is creating a space for healing and releasing. And after the I would say that the the practice of the the ceremony, mm -hmm. people actually come back and say, "Well, I've had a marked change in this X Y Z area in their lives." Okay, and so one could argue that, "Well, how do you know it was because of the 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 ceremony?" Right, and I would offer, "Well, how do you know it wasn't?" It wasn't. Right. right. So, <laughs> with that said, I don't know if I really answered your question. No, you did. But I, I will say that. Um, in my studies of spirituality, I really is. Um, I've noticed uh, and observed that it's this. Once you've acknowledged that all things is energy, mm -hmm. and the first law of thermodynamics discusses energy and how it can neither be created or destroyed, just change. transferred. Right. Yeah, and really. Uh, when you acknowledge this about yourself, but that the realest part of yourself is energy, then uh, the whole spirituality part of it just becomes like, oh, okay, cool, mm -hmm. I'll I'll go with it, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm. it is just a, also about a, a belief, right? Because you said, hey, how do you know it happened because of the ceremony, but also how do you know it didn't? Yeah. So I can pick and <laughs> choose that this transformation that I have experienced has happened through spirit, triggered by the experience that I had in the mm -hmm. breakup ceremony. Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. But I can choose to believe that, right. you know? So what you choose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess you guys don't um, have no such thing as small talk. You guys just went oh, right yeah, in. Yeah, we oh, did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> we don't yeah. hold back. 
Lenina? Yeah, we just we go dive in. right in. Right in. <laughs> so, I mean, you make reference to the breakup funeral. So that is, uh, so tell our listeners about the breakup okay. funeral. Okay, so I wrote a book uh, about overcoming breakups called I'm Thinking About You. And it it's about the... Uh, a spiritual healing ceremony that I created called the breakup funeral. And I created it after I had gotten ghosted and I had all these feelings of unworthiness, rejection, abandonment that I really needed to process. Mm -hmm. And so I created this ceremony in order to process those feelings. And hence the breakup funeral was born. (laughs) Yes. And in your book, you detail, you know, this process. And I remember from my own reading, I was thinking about what were my breakups like, Mm. you know, and I had a different experience with breakups. Mm. You know, one of my experiences is in college was one of the roughest breakups. Mm. And it was actually like my fault um, in the breakup and they broke up with me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just wanted to have that experience back so bad. And I just remember obsessing and allowing that to take over my mind. I was in school. I'm not thinking about my classes. I mean, I remember asking my professor to give me another chance at one of the assignments because I allowed it to consume me so much that I didn't focus on my priorities, which was this paper that I had to do. Mm -hmm. So each piece of the story I reflect on, you know, what my breakup was like and how this process would have helped me overcome that breakup. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because it still has a little residual, you know. This still 20 years later. It's not too late for a breakup funeral. You know, oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, no. And it's, you know, as I was reading your book, I was trying to put myself back in into a, a... a space where I had just gotten over a breakup or in, in dealing with it because it, it has been a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> knocking on wood, y'all. Um, and and I just found it really cathartic and therapeutic to read about this and like, oh man, yeah, I could have probably gotten through some heartbreak that much faster and stronger mm-hmm. had I had this at my disposal so i think you did like a fantastic job of breaking this down so like at this point like we're we're just getting started people but find a copy download the book um because i think it's i think you can apply it to a lot of things and not just breakups so you want to talk a little bit about how (laughs) universal this process can be Yes, I'm so glad you said that. Because when I first went to my publisher, I was like, I want to write a book about how to let go of anyone, anything in any place that no longer serves you. And they're like, that book won't sell. Right. <laughs> it has to be specific. specific right. Go ahead and narrow Hold that down. down. Just a teeny bit. Yeah. yeah. And, and so I find that um, the application of the breakup funeral is really the uh, the releasing process of anything that doesn't serve you, mm-hmm. including jobs and careers because mm. i know i had to do uh, a breakup funeral for my former career okay. past career okay i'm thinking about even thinking about breaking up with beliefs right beliefs yeah. that don't serve me anymore rules that don't serve me anymore and just have a whole breakup with all of that right yes 
Actually, I have a funny story about that. Yeah. It's actually, it's not haha funny. It's oh. like, oh, we like all oh, forms of funny. funny. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> so I was, I work in Hawaii. So I live in Brooklyn and work in Hawaii. So my commute is, you know. Interesting. Interesting. Same, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my, after my first week there, I had this initiate, a shamanic initiation mm. in Hawaii. I was taking a shower and I, you know, those glass sliding doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I pulled it like ever so gently and it shattered into a million pieces. While you're in the shower. Yes. Butt naked. Yes. Dripping wet. Lord. Yes. Yes. And I didn't, I had but like a a little scratch on me. Little nicks. Wow. And so, well, that speaks to me being spiritually protected. Yeah. I'm exactly where I need to be. But also it speaks to, um, after I got out of the shower, I was sitting down with my CEO and she was, I was telling her, I'm like, listen, I, listen, spirit, I get it. I I get, you know, I have to have these initiations and, and, and these lessons or whatever, what have you. Uh, but I, I don't want them to be so dramatic anymore. Right. Mm. You know, I needed to smack me in the face to kind of like wake me up. Right. right? I I don't need that Mm -hmm. anymore. You know, I, I go through a breakup and it's like, a breakup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not just like whatever. Right. And and I was like, listen, I need to renegotiate these contracts that I don't know or beliefs or agreements that I made whenever. Right. But mm-hmm. they're no longer serving me. And so we did a breakup funeral then. Wow. For the, to, to renegotiate those beliefs and old contracts. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That is a funny story. Yeah. <laughs> How that whole kind of like came together in that, right? Yeah. Right. And I think I think one thing that's um, really great about the process, like not only are you breaking up with the things, the people, the beliefs that don't serve you, but you also have to make space for something to replace it. Mm-hmm. Right? So mm-hmm. if you want to like tell us a little bit about that, because it's not just... It's like there's two kind of, well, there's eight steps, but there's two halves of it. It's letting go of what's not serving you, but also Mm -hmm. leaving yourself open. Right. Mm -hmm. So part of, we hear a lot of advice about, you know, you just need to let things Mm -hmm. go. Just Mm -hmm. let it go. That's fine. And what are you going to replace it with? So the universe enjoys a vacuum, and so it will be filled with something. Mm. So let's be intentional about what will replace it. And so the the ceremony is really about, in some parts and form, about being intentional about what you're calling in mm. and what's leaving. Mm. Yeah, so I'm glad you brought that up. And one has to really prepare themselves, I think, even before participating in the breakup funeral. One has to be ready for that breakup. You know how sometimes we can just be kind of addicted to whatever pain or sorrow, this grief that we're experiencing because of the breakup, but allow myself to have at least that one piece of openness that allows me to be ready for the breakup. Yeah, typically, if you found me, that means you're ready because yeah. it's something so obscure mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that if you're you're calling, you're knocking on my door to have a breakup funeral, that means that you're ready. Yeah, and so just saying I would like this is. We've already had the breakup funeral. Yeah, I think of, you know, we like to bring our girlfriends to stuff. So sometimes it's like, you know what, girl, you need to go to this breakup funeral. You know, I'm going to go because I'm aware that I need that. But right. 
you need to go. <laughs> and they may not, you know, so they need that one piece of openness <laughs> to kind of get ready for this breakup funeral mm-hmm. that I'm going to force them to go through because <laughs> they need to get with it, right? Yeah, I can I acknowledge that it could be a little bit awkward when people are just like, well, I just showed up because she told me to come here, <laughs> right. but I don't understand what's going on. And then I tell them, well, it's just about letting go of stuff that, letting go of things that no longer serve you. And I remember when I had my first breakup funeral, I recorded a video. I was wearing a fur coat. I was drinking pink champagne. And <laughs> Love <that>. I, <laughs> I recorded it and said, hey, friends, I have some stuff to let go of. I'm doing this funeral. If you have some stuff to let go of, come on down. And so it really doesn't need to be about like, listen, girl, you need this. Because... Mm-hmm. You don't need anything. You don't Correct. need to show up. What Correct. the heck do I know? I'm just a woman burning shit in my backyard. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like honestly. But I say this to say, they're, they're, um, it's important to have a space where you can go and release and let go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And bring your friends. Even if they don't know what the heck is going on. Because when we even talk about the universe, you just never know. Everything happens for a reason. So even Mm -hmm. if I'm coming there as this friend who I don't really know the details of this, I don't know what to expect to get out of it, it's guaranteed that I'll get something out of it, right? That I definitely will have something that I need to let go of. Not even just breaking up in as far as like a relationship, but as you talked about, there's just many areas uh, where you can apply this breakup ceremony. Yeah, I can think about it half a dozen things from this morning that I can let go of. Yeah, um, right? Just wow. by living life. Right. Right, just your <laughs> daily routine and experiences. I can let go of the woman who sat too close to me on the train. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was just like, uh-huh. move over, lady. Right, like there's all these seats. <laughs> right. All these seats. Right. Ridership is down <laughs> like 80% and you're still going to just sit right, right next, next to, me. to me. Okay. Okay. I can let that go. Go. Yeah. No, no. I got it. So is there is there a, have there been instances of like someone attempting to participate in a breakup funeral or do one prematurely because I think you talk a lot about acceptance before Mm -hmm. jumping into this process so what does that look like prematurely Mm -hmm. jumping into a breakup funeral well I I just want to rush through this process like oh somebody told me about this and I'm I'm, right I just want to free myself of whatever I'm carrying right yeah (laughs) okay Here's the thing about rushing. It's, I am, the process is an open space for whomever shows up for it. Mm -hmm. And if you're rushing in order to avoid feeling, Mm -hmm. then the break of funeral is just going to bring that up. So unless you you just want to shock your system into, (laughs) into, into like really grieving and mourning this, the, the breakup, then Okay, I think there might be a space for for them here as well, and for extra support mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Because it, while this is a therapeutic space, it isn't therapy, right? Right. And I encourage folks to get support wherever they need, and there there really is no such thing as rushing. And what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that you really can't fake the healing, right? Mm-hmm. Because okay. really, you're just faking yourself. Self, right. Mm-hmm. So the there is no person. point. Right. You, can't, there, you can't try to trick the spirit, right? right. You can't, you can't trick you, the you, energy. You right. can't trick yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Mm-hmm. And so really there is no point to it. But welcome, come in. This might be the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there um, a, pro- a piece of the process that you love the most out of the whole ceremony? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> Which one? Because I have one that's my favorite. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so what's yours? <laughs> my favorite part is the 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 letter. <gasps> Mine <too! laughs> You guys are hilarious. <laughs> tell us why. Tell us why is that part. First, tell us about the okay. letter. That that step, and then why is that your favorite? Cool, cool, cool. So <laughs> there is a role play letter in the break of funeral mm-hmm. in which you write a letter in the voice of the person who did you harm, dirty, whatever, and have them say to you what you most need to hear. Mm-hmm. 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 Listen. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing: the the brain doesn't doesn't know the difference. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you are actually giving yourself the medicine that you most need. Mm -hmm. Once you get over the fact that you're actually writing this letter. Right. And you just, and the judgments that you have about it, like, Oh, this is so stupid. This is not even them. They would never say this. It's like, who cares? You need to hear this right now. So say what you need to say to yourself and make it good. Yeah. Make it juicy. Make it juicy. Of course. Love all up on yourself in this letter. That's why I love it. And have them say things that you really deserve to hear not mm-hmm. just most want to hear but you deserve to hear that you're beautiful and you're loved and you were fabulous and none of this was your fault because mm-hmm. that's a lot of what many of us need to hear right is that whatever it is that we experienced is not our fault right that discomfort right is not our fault mm. this bad experience is not my fault right like taking ownership for somebody else's shortcomings. Because mm-hmm. that's that's mm-hmm. what we do when we're 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 doing that, like mm-hmm. that judgment. It's just like, oh, well I I deserve it because dot dot dot. Yeah. All that it. emotional labor. I love it. So and then tell us a little bit about the role play piece, because you talk about the the letter. What's the other aspect? The other aspect. What do you mean the other aspect? Oh uh, tell the listeners about the role play. So you have the letter. I write this letter in mm-hmm. the you know, in the view of the person that hurt me or wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. But what is the process now with the role play? So the process with the role play as we're writing the letter. Mm-hmm. So in the fu- in the breakup funeral, we read the letter aloud. Mm-hmm. And it is also burned at the end mm. of the process. Mm-hmm. And so the, the, the idea is that you receive the closure you most need to hear mm-hmm. from the person. And then you release it and you let it go. Yeah. Right. Nice. Marguerite and I were talking about, um, you know, the breakup and about power. Right. It's a, a thought that came up for me. It's about power and control. Mm-hmm. Because here in this breakup... You broke up with me and now I have discomfort, you know, because of this, I'm experiencing pain because of this breakup, but I'm also giving you my power. And so sometimes the closure can be about reestablishing the power and control over my mind, over my thoughts, over my heart, because you've kind of taken that, right? Quote unquote, I'm doing some, some air quotes, right? You've taken Mm -hmm. that, you know, from me, but that's not necessarily true, but that's what we can experience, right? Mm -hmm. About that power and control i think of even was the movie two could play that game with vivica fox and she told about you gotta you gotta get that power back and so you gotta transfer the energy so that he can now be mad at and you frustrated you, and right. frustrated right go over there piss him off and now you feel good <laughs> right because you've transferred that energy right but it's mm. getting that control back sometimes like you're not going to carry this i'm going to take my control back and be in control of my heart and my and my thoughts because right now you have it because of this breakup you know, that's the interesting thing about the power 
dynamic is it's it's all internal right and so there's this perception that you they've Lost taken it, it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or that you've given it away mm-hmm. and i think the process is really about a remembering that you have the power mm-hmm. and that you are you're the one in charge yeah it's your choice you get to choose your healing and that right. takes a lot of work, though, right? To remember that you have the power because some women grow up with all power being in the relationship with the person that they're with or being taught that mm-hmm. that power or the illusion, mm-hmm. right, of that power is in that. So I'm not even aware of this power that I have because I've been kind of conditioned to give it all yes. into this other person, into this whole space. And then they can come and go and say whatever and have this type of control over how I even see myself. You know what's really interesting? It's one of those those storylines, the archetypes, mm-hmm. that I find that sometimes we blindly play into. Mm-hmm. One of which is the the uh, the the I guess the the Virgin Mary. Mm-hmm. Like you you give of you nurture and you give. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. right? and. Uh, well, I was just—I just had another thought, but yeah. I'll, I'll come back to it because I was just thinking about the martyr, right? Mm-hmm. The martyr complex, yep. because that was one—that was one of my stories that I didn't even realize that I it had. Was a part of your story, yeah. yeah. And so I was just playing into the story without even recognizing it. And actually, whose story was it? Mm-hmm. Was it mine, or I was just been conditioned to sacrifice mm-hmm. and to give? Wow. And to give and not question it because that's just the way you are. You sacrifice for community. You sacrifice mm-hmm. for your relationship. For you your sacrifice family, for your yeah. right. Yes. No matter what. No matter what. And I had to. I I had this awareness that I was playing into this martyr role, and I didn't even realize it. But guess what? Someone is benefiting from it. It's just not me. It's mm-hmm. just not you. And right. so and so in relationships, when you're feeling disempowered, somebody is benefiting from it. Right. The question is, right. you got to ask, who's benefiting from you being disempowered? Right. The thing that I liked about, like, the closure chapter, you, you, you talk about it, it was, it was really wonderful to me because I've always been of the mindset and had this theory that the confrontational closure that we tend to want to seek when we've been done wrong is overrated. Um, and trying to get revenge or seek revenge or avenge our feelings or whatever, mm-hmm. um, our honor or whatever, um, is overrated, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, even Vivica, I feel like, like, she's stooping to a level when she tries to now make Morris Chestnut the frustrated one mm-hmm. and, you know, in dealing with the, the, the breakup. So it's just like, I guess more on, like, what are your thoughts about confronting the ex? And if if we should really use like this step to replace that type of interaction, confrontation mm-hmm. is a power play, and essentially, if you play with your power, you've already lost it. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean. That's it, yeah, right? That's I mean, because that was really that powerful. Was, right? That was. Power that doesn't was, move. It's, that it was, is. That was it. Like in one <laughs> sentence. Wow. It is what it is, and it really the 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 healing is in changing the relationship or the way you feel about the relationship, or, or rather changing the way you relate to what happened. Mm-hmm. The healing is not necessarily in confronting what happened it's 
it's about tweaking or um, having a new, um, a new, taking a new lens at what occurred, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'm feeling very ineloquent right now because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm it. like, I'm not actually saying what I want to say. Uh, the point is, once the confrontation begins, you've already disempowered yourself. Mm-hmm. And as much as I want to, I wanted to seek out the guy who ghosted me, I couldn't even get him on the phone. Right. <laughs> to, so how do you want to do right, that? For, for just regular right, so, interaction. We take ourselves right to the next level, mm-hmm. right? If we want to have this confrontation so bad, I can't get you on the phone. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to show, show up. up at your house. I'm going to show up at your, your job. job. And you're right. Mm-hmm. You've lost your power at that point because mm-hmm. you're making unhealthy decisions, right? Mm-hmm. Based off of the pain that you're experiencing from this breakup. Mm-hmm. And power doesn't travel. Right. Be- you know, you sit on your throne and it comes to you or mm-hmm. people come to you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, this idea that you're going to mm-hmm. go and hunt for power mm-hmm. is just mm-hmm. absurd. Sit in your power. That's right. it, right? And so the idea, I at the end of my book, I talk about how I, I had my quote-unquote confrontation, <laughs> which wasn't one at all. Right, right. right. right? I was stepping off the train. Right mm-hmm. there on Utica Avenue. Right. And who do I bump into mm-hmm. but the guy ghost who ghosted himself. a ghost. <laughs> right. 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 And so it was one of those moments where I, I stepped off the platform, saw him, but didn't really recognize him. But I did. And I was just like, hmm. It's, you know, like when you bump into like a, um, a D-list celebrity, you're like, I know you from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right. But mm-hmm. I can't tell. Can't put my finger put on it. I can't it. put yeah. my finger on it. Yeah. And it was just like that. Mm. And so I said to myself, well, if they look at me with recognition, then I probably know him, right? right? right. And so he did. And I was just like, oh, I know him. <laughs> and then that's when <laughs> it all, like, it came back to me. And I was just like, oh, yeah. And it was, it was completely neutral. It was a neutral event. I mm-hmm. saw him. He saw me. He said, hello. How you doing? By the way, he was shooketh. Right? <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he probably thought you were going to give him an earful. A right? A lot, boo-boo. Right, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> you did me mm-hmm. a favor. You showed mm-hmm. me who you were really quickly. And created an opportunity so, for me. Right. Because had yeah. you had not even had that experience, <laughs> maybe break up funeral with us. So thank exactly. you, in fact. <laughs> thank you. Because now we have Lenina here sharing. Right. Best-selling author. Expert. Exactly. Yeah. Break up funeral. Healing all around. Yeah. Right? Right. right. So this was... This was this is my medicine to offer the world. Right, mm-hmm. I did my my work and I wrote about it, and this is this is it. And it came by way of, uh, I mean, honestly, really dramatic events. Right, but um, it, I'm, it was a blessing. Right, yeah. you turned the trash into treasure, my friends. Yeah, exactly. That's right. No, you that's can exactly do that. what you did. Yeah. And so now, let me. I want to maybe. We take a little detour for a second. It's still mm-hmm. focusing on the book, but what mm-hmm. I really liked, and like Lindsay and I had chatted about it, you start each chapter with a quote. Mm-hmm. And so I was curious, like, how did you figure out that process? Like, did the quote come first and you write the chapter to fill the theme of the quote? Or did you write the chapter and then you said, oh, I know what quote will go with it. I'm just super curious about, like, how you did that. <laughs> So my editor was just like, listen, your deadline is tomorrow. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I have to like finish this book. And so I, I essentially, 
the quotes came as a theme of the chapter. They came to me via Instagram, <laughs> via other books that I read, yeah, via really podcasts great. that yeah. I listened to. Yeah. 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 And I, I like that there are quotes at the beginning because it's an intro to a perspective. Right. Right. And I get to check in with myself. How am I interpreting this quote? Mm -hmm. Because that's also going to help me be aware of how I'm going to even experience this piece of the chapter, this step of the ceremony. Mm -hmm. Right. So I love that you have those quotes there introducing my mind to a new thought. You know, so thanks for that too. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't have planned it better myself. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! Yeah. Look at how things work out. Uh, no, that was great. You know, what's really funny not to cut you off. As I was editing, editing this book, editing this book, there were some parts where I was just like, I don't know if I can include this. This feels mm. really personal. Mm. I, I'm going to take this out. And the parts where I had the most, you know, challenges around were the ones people turn around and said, that was my favorite part. Mm -hmm. It was really important for me. And all I can say was just, ooh. Yeah. Good thing I didn't take it out. That's what vulnerability, vulnerability would do. We were just talking about vulnerability. And so mm. when we are vulnerable ourselves, we open the door for others to be vulnerable, but then also accessing this empathy, right? right. That we need to connect with each other. So, you Ooh. know, we thank you for being vulnerable because it allow us to check in with ourselves, right? right? Um, and be more self-aware, but to connect with others who need a part of this experience as well. Who yeah. want to experience it like that. Right. Vulnerability is really key. It reminds me of one of my favorite Brene Brown quotes, you know, the vulnerability expert herself. Yes. <laughs> she says that um, in order to walk in this world truly vulnerable, you have to have a strong back, mm -hmm. uh, soft front, and mm -hmm. wild heart. Mm -hmm. And the way I interpret it is your backbone will protect your heart. Mm -hmm. And so you can run wild and be free and be vulnerable because that is your armor, yeah, your backbone. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Mm -hmm. I love dope. that too. So in another part um, of the the process, you bring up uh, and you, you walk us through like the via character survey, yeah, like yeah. To, to come armed with your strength and to choose mm -hmm. a, a thing that... Um, embodies your number one strength. So can you tell us a little bit about yeah. the character survey and like what it is and just expand on it? Okay. Yeah. So as part of my studies, I did a focus on positive psychology and positive psychology, um, despite popular belief, which isn't positive thoughts, has nothing to do with that. <laughs> right. Although it might in some cases. And positive psychology is the study of character strengths. There are 26 character strengths, and Martin Seligman is the, uh, the I guess, the, the father of mm -hmm. positive psychology. And in, these positive, uh, in positive psychology, the idea is to focus on and strengthen the strengths that you have versus in uh, classic psychology, which is to um, address the weaknesses and work on those. Mm -hmm. The idea of positive psychology is that you strengthen your strengths mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that when you are going through a tumultuous time, you have your strengths to fall back, fall on, back yeah. on because the muscle has already been, mm -hmm. it's naturally your tendency and it's the muscles already been flexed. So you're, you're actually really good, right? Yeah. Good in place. And so the via character strength survey is a, an assessment that you can take to learn about your 
top character strengths. And so your top five character strengths, character strengths like curiosity, uh, love of learning, um, honesty, humor, they, uh, the, your top five are the ones that um, you can access the easiest. Mm-hmm. And typically they don't change that much throughout life, um, barring something like really cataclysmic happens and, you know, you know, things move around. Mm-hmm. All right. And so with the VIA character strength survey and the way it's used in the breakup funeral is you get really clear about your top, top five character strengths and you begin to embody them. And part of the funeral is that you say, well, how am I going to use this character strength to pull me through? Right. How am I going to embody this, Mm -hmm. this humor, right? This um, love of learning, this spirituality or joy. Right. And so part of the, um, uh, in my learning of positive psychology and the character strengths, one of the character strengths that stood out to me the most is hope. Mm. Right. Were you going to bring that up? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so hope is the only character strength that w- requires something negative right. to happen in order to ignite it, right? And so in my studies of African spirituality, and so actually someone uh, called me out on this. Well, what do you mean by African spirituality? It can mean a lot of things. And I said, yeah, yeah, fine. West African spirituality and the study of my family is from Haiti. And in Haiti, there is a form of African spirituality that is practiced called voodoo, Mm -hmm. right? And so as I was learning about different spiritual practices, one of which is voodoo, right? And I I learned that um, of the four elements in African spirituality, um, elements like air, water, fire, there's another, earth, Earth, right? Of, Of all the elements... Fire is the only one that requires something else in order for it to burn. Mm-hmm. And so when I heard this from like my spiritual, my spiritual studies and my, my academic studies is like the both worlds collided. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is so good. And, <laughs> and I was just like, that's why the breakup funeral works. Right. <laughs> I love it. It's, it's like the collision right. of both worlds. worlds yeah. And, and it's so powerful. The, the, the visual of, um, using hope and fire to like, um, you know, catalyze each other. Right. And so this, this, this image that, um, one can, um, spark the other and fuel each other. Yeah. Hope and fire. And so the, the breakup funeral process of the burning Mm -hmm. and releasing, sparking, like sparking hope. And, um, uh, it's just, it just brings up the, the image of the phoenix rising from the flames. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. No, super powerful. Um, I have a question though about, the the character survey and something you said like it usually your character traits don't change that much Mm -hmm. so what's interesting is like as i was reading this you know like sometimes you forget like some of the stuff you do i'm Mm -hmm. like this sounds so familiar Mm -hmm. and i had taken barbara frederickson's positive psychology course on coursera back in 2015 and so i had taken this character strength survey. Mm-hmm. And so, I, you know, I was like, you, yeah, so I yeah. go and I log in. And so I look at it and 
And I'm like, oh, my my character strength was the number one was humility. I was like, mm. oh, that's interesting. I'm gonna take this again, five, huh. like five years later, yeah. right? And now, like I took it what like a few days ago, and the number one uh, character strength is now love. Wow. So even though even and those though are love, in alignment, and love right. love was in the top five mm-hmm. before, but now it's number one. And what I think about is, could it be? a positive lifestyle change that that altered it. I became became a mother mother. in Mm. the time between taking the two tests. And I was just like, wow. Mm -hmm. Like, wow. Like, and and then they were like all of my top five, because now now in my top five there's teamwork. So I am parenting a human being Mm -hmm. with Dex. Like that's something we didn't do before. And like now that is like literally at the forefront of our relationship. And I, I could see like the difference, mm-hmm. the cat, my character strengths, how it changed because I became a mother. Yeah, and, and that was like really insightful. That's an event. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, one of those, right. those yeah <laughs> big life but, events but, that will right. change you. Right, and so like cataclysmic in terms of like severity and not necessarily negative. Right, right. right. That's no. shifting. No, that's right. shifting. Mm-hmm. No, I thought it, I like yeah. Okay, folks, if you want to learn about yourself. Please like check out the via character survey. You could just Google that and it'll come right up and you mm-hmm. can you can see um how much of each strength that you have or have uh easily access to. Easily yeah, access yes. to yes. perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. Love it. <sighs> oh, this is great. Now mm-hmm. I just lost my train of thought. I was just all wrapped up in All that. excited. Yeah, yeah, I was like I was really excited by it by about <laughs> it. Um about that new awareness, this, right? Yeah. And seeing that shift. Yeah, and she and seeing the shift. And and knowing that you don't have to be a certain way forever, like right. it's like it's within you to kind of alter like your narrative and how you show up in the mm-hmm. world and how you interact with yourself and how you interact with others. And life experiences will challenge we'll you to do right. that, right? And it's right. just all about where do you go from that experience, mm-hmm. right? So it just makes me think of. Um, what can you share just maybe one testimonial that you've heard from somebody who participated in the breakup ceremony, oh, excuse me, breakup funeral? I got one, uh, actually a really big one Yeah, for me. It was two years ago at New Year's, New Year's Eve, real random. Mm-hmm. I was at some off the beaten path nightclub on a Sunday mm-hmm. and in walks in this person and all here is Nina. And I'm just like, what is going on here? And it was one of the women that I did a breakup funeral for. It was, she was like one of the first ones. Mm. And she, she comes charging to me and she's like, Lenina, Lenina, oh my goodness. You know what? I think you're, I think I really did release something at the breakup funeral. And I was like, oh, well, why do you say that? What's going on? Because I'm already looking at her like, like what, what is going <laughs> This is really random lady. And she's like, yeah, you know, cause you know, a couple of, you know, a, a month after the funeral, I met my boyfriend and now we're about to go and, you know, go travel together, travel the world together. Right. And he, the boyfriend was in tow. And so I was just like, huh, like seeing the, the actual real time results <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> of mm-hmm. what can happen. Right. And she, during the breakup, you know, she's, she said that, um, she had some childhood trauma that she didn't even realize that she was holding on to. Mm-hmm. And she, she was like, I just, I let it go. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, wow. Awesome. This stuff really and how did works. that make you feel? Yeah. Well, I thought, true story. True I story. was just like, shoot, 
I know, look, here, here's this medicine I'm offering that's serving so many people. And I'm just like, I can't even figure out my own stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's real life, though, yeah, That's right? sobering, right? Yeah. I was just like, damn, it works. Mm. And <laughs> now... I've got to, there, there was, there was still some steps I had yes. missed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I had to walk into. And that's actually part of my, that's going to be my, that's actually my second book. Nice. Right. Nice. So, um, I'm good friends with, um, a, uh, a Christian mystic, right? Okay. He's a healer and he calls me, his name is Joel Adafan. And he calls me, he's like, Hey, Lenina, uh, you know, spirit just said that, you know, you, you're, uh, this, your next book. And I was just like, all right, cool can I finish this one first? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's like, listen, listen, your, your next book is going to be called the resurrection. And I'm like, all right, cool, 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 cool. I'm like typing way. I'm like, I, okay, I'm on deadline. I'll talk to you later. And, and after I got off the phone and I was just like, Oh, the resurrection. Sounds yeah. good. Well, well, at the moment I was just like, mm, cause I live my books. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, I'm going to have to die. die. <laughs> right. Something's going to have to die. Right. <laughs> and essentially, that's what happened. Mm. Over the next nine months, excuse me, mm. over the next nine months, it was um, everything that I had known to uh, associated yep. with myself yep. all fell away. Yep. And yep. I, I had died. And it was mm. a new birth, right? right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, I knew I would be okay, but it was just, it was really scary for a minute. Yeah. And, and so I, I say this to say that, um, the, the rebirth can feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's it. It can feel uncomfortable. I don't even have any like words of comfort other than it's going to be uncomfortable. uncomfortable. (laughs) When you're uncomfortable, that's how you know you're growing. You're creating an opportunity for that growth, right? If we stay in the same then there is yeah. no growth. Yeah. It's just There's like no I can't change. even offer any platitudes. Now I'm at the at the space where I'm just like I can't even say Oh, it's going to be okay. Yeah, there's no you know, fluff. There's, you know, yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's going to be uncomfortable. What I can offer is that you hold on to yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? When you feel like the ground beneath you is falling away, mm-hmm. yeah. hold on to yourself. And that's part of the breakup funeral. It's, it's uh, building resiliency mm-hmm. and learning about your own character strengths so that you can hold on to yourself mm-hmm. when what you know and what you have changes. Yeah. And you're just like, well, who am I now? Right. You are what you are. Okay. You've always been right, who you been were. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Been that. You've always been the power keeper. You've always been the goddess, the priestess, the queen. And now it's time for you to remember and hold on to yourself. Yeah. Because yeah. everything around you will change. Yep. That's guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And I can't even say, you know, they're there. It's, it's, it's no more like coddling. It's, right. it's just, it's just like that tough love. Mm-hmm. It's love. Yeah, well, then I think we all need love, love right? Yeah. It's love. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's your top character strength, so like, <laughs> you already I, like, know. You guys don't know. I, I literally had both sheets, and I was like, oh, this one moved to this. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was, like, really a good experience. Love is powerful. Um, it is. It really is. Like, this has been, like, really wonderful and fruitful, I think. Like, a lot of robust, like, gems, like, you have explained and expound upon Tell our listeners how they can get a copy of this book and just dive in. And then mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. how they can keep up with what you've got going on. Okay. Well, you can find the book at 
on Amazon, really. Okay. It's it's a digital download on Amazon Kindle. And also, I'd like to offer my book for free for anybody who, any of your listeners who's listening is like, oh, oh I can really oh, use this. Nice. nice. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You're, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> if you're not going through something, go buy the book. Right. Okay, please. Right. <laughs> right. Right. But if you are, you can get it at aintthinkingaboutyoubook.com. Nice. And do you have a social media platform where they can get connected with you or a website you prefer? I am on all social at Lenina Mortimer. L-E-N-I-N-A-M-O-R-T-I-M-E-R. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you for joining us. We've Thank really you. appreciated it. Yes, indeed. All Thank right. you for having me. All right. Great. You're welcome. And now it's tea time. <laughs> Today, T stands for transform. Transform your trash into treasure. E stands for energy. Using the energy of the fire to spark hope. And the A is for act. Act out your closure through a breakup breakup funeral. funeral. (laughs) Thank you so much, Lenina. We had a wonderful time. Thank you, folks, for listening. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends. And if you want to keep in touch with what we're doing and what we've got going on, follow us on social media. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at N-E-C-E-S-S-I-T Podcast. Bye-bye. 